You're visiting the mom next door and our stories of faith. I'm glad you dropped by for a visit. Please stay a while and hear what the Lord has done in the lives of moms just like you and me. Well, hi, friends. Welcome to the Mom Next Door Stories of Faith. I'm your host, Pam Fields, and I'm just excited to always be meeting new people. I am so amazed at what the Lord has done in the lives of moms like you and me. And, you know, if we just step forward in faith and bring what the Lord has put on our heart and just say, Lord, take it and grow me and teach me and, you know, I walk forward with you. He does amazing things. It's about what he does in our lives. And so I'm really excited to introduce you to Stephanie Davis, who I met through Samaritan Ministries. And we will jump into Samaritan a little bit later and tell you a little bit about what that is. Uh, Stephanie and I are both part of Samaritan Ministries. But before we do that, I just want to welcome you, Stephanie, here to my show, and I'd love for you to introduce your family, a little bit about what you do, and about this amazing ministry that you have called the Miracle League. So just take it away. Thank you so much for having me. It's just been a blessing and an opportunity to be able to share our story, not only as a family, but as a ministry that we've been doing over the past 23 years. So my name is Stephanie. I live in Watkinsville, Georgia. Um, I'm from Northern Virginia. I grew up in Northern Virginia, and part of my background is playing youth sports. So we'll get into kind of the connection of how I grew up playing youth sports and specifically softball and a few others um, and how that shaped me as a human and, a, and an adult of who I am today. I moved to Georgia about 16 or 17 years ago, and I married my best friend, Brian, and we have two amazing teenagers. So going through that process of a, uh, my daughter's almost 13, my son's almost 16. And um, so they are incredibly active in youth sports as well. And um, so our family has kind of been surrounded by sports uh, all the way from growing up through our children and now experiencing the joy of them playing many sports and keeping us very active. So Going back to the Miracle League, it was it was the day before 9-11 when we started our initiative of the Miracle League in South Carolina, which would be the second Miracle League in the country. The original one was here in Georgia, Conyers, Georgia, and a local family here started that. And then it hit the news and the media like wildfire. And that's where I found out about it. And a group of um, friends of mine came together and we built the second Miracle League, which will kind of explain what that means. but. That's where it all started for me back in 2000, 23 years ago, where we got together um, with another local family in Georgia and um, kind of replicated what they did. And what it was, was we were going to bring a youth baseball program and an accessible, fully accessible field and complex to families of children or adults with disabilities. Um, and so when I heard that, it was just... I fell in love with it because I grew up with such a passion for sports and for individuals with special needs. Um, all the way from elementary school up, I was always volunteering to be buddies with the kids at school and, you know, doing fun activities with them. So I had a really strong love and passion for the special needs community. And when I heard sports and that connected, it was, you know, a real 
dream for me to be able to bring that to these families that had never had the opportunity to play on a, a youth sport or a baseball team. Wow. And so the, the, as it was just a league, a single league, was it, they have multiple teams that played or was it more about the field accessibility? What made it a league? Yeah. So the first thing that happened was they built the facility. So they got a designer and they came in, they first looked in the country to see if this had ever been done before and they could not find anything to replicate. So they brought together a board and the local Rotary Club, which had some engineers, architects, and different businessmen. They they came up with the first of its kind, fully inclusive ballpark. Um, and what that meant was from the time the kids get to the parking lot and, you know, onto the field, into the bathrooms, the concession, the pavilions, everything in this entire complex was fully accessible, whatever your special need might be. And that was what was done first. They raised close to a million dollars and built the first of its kind back in 2000. And they opened that season, you know, with 30 kids maybe. So they had multiple teams. And as soon as it hit the media, obviously that grew and they were up to, you know, 200 and some kids over the next year. So it w- it turned into a typical baseball league with multiple mm-hmm. teams playing each other, just like you see in a youth baseball program. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like the making of a movie. Yes, <laughs> it is. It's- but there isn't a, a movie about this yet. Is that correct? No, we've actually really talked about and wanted to look at the avenue of even a documentary of how it all oh, happened. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so we, we've we got some kind of fingers out there right now to try to see if that was something could happen for the Miracle League and share our story uh, with the world. Mm, that's amazing. How many of these Miracle Leagues exist now? Are they across the nation? Yes. So over the past 23 years, we now have 330 Miracle Leagues. A Miracle League is pretty much a city. So we have 330 cities across the country, including a few international as well. We have three in Canada. We have our first that's in the works in Mexico. And um, just this past few weeks, we've been working with an individual in New Zealand and who's from the United States, but is now working there and helping us bring America League to New Zealand. And one of the most incredible stories um, that we're working with right now is in Uganda. And um, we're working with an individual there who has a very big baseball background and is working with a school with kids with special needs and trying to bring America League there as well. And it's all just baseball, right? You don't do other sports or can you, can you even multi-use a field? I I guess you can't really, can you? Yes. So each location is a little bit different. They all have kind of their own look and feel. Um, Once they join the Miracle League Association, they're free to do multi-sports, multi-purpose. It usually starts at baseball because that's kind of that gateway sport that maybe a kid that's never played, it's it's the easiest to kind of get started. And then we do have leagues across the country that do sports all year round for Miracle League, everything from soccer to flag football to bowling, swimming, um, tennis, you know, anything that you can think of, uh, some of these leagues are offering for our participants. So what does it look like at a typical game? Like, how does that play it out? So we have two teams, they come out and they're in their major league jerseys with their major league hats. And what we want them to do is is to really feel like a major leaguer when they come out and to be Mm -hmm. a star. Once they get out there, no matter what age or ability, because we are open for all ages and all abilities, they're matched up with a buddy. 
So they'll be matched up with a one-on-one buddy, which is a teenager up, um, able-bodied individual that will help them play the game, whether they need help pushing their wheelchair or whether they um, need help grounding the ball. We do service a, a high number of kids on the autism spectrum or sensory disorder or ADD, mm-hmm. um, even learning disabilities that would keep them from playing on a traditional baseball league. So whatever that um, need is, they'll match them up with a buddy that would help them with that. And um, what's happened is these buddies have started building relationships with these kids and adults. And what we've seen is these relationships are going beyond the baseball field. They're now, you know, sitting with these kids at school and they're being invited to birthday parties and sleepovers. And, uh, you know, they all now have something in common that they can talk about. We had a baseball game on Saturday and they just, it breaks that barrier to show these individuals that they like the same things we do. They like the same, you know, music we like. They like the same snacks, the pizza, the Uh the parties. Um, They just have extra obstacles to go through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it a faith-based program itself? Miracle League in general, no, yeah. um, but our yeah. leadership, yes. So mm-hmm. our leadership with our executive director and myself, we're the only two staff at the association level. Mm-hmm. Yes, faith is a very big part of our life and why we do what we do. I know it's been a long time since we have played like a little league. In fact, we only did it once and we found that our son was more interested in playing with the dirt out in the field than he was playing with balls. So uh, we didn't stay with little league for very long. Later, we found a homeschool league, which was real low key. You know, we pulled up to the field and they had all ages and stages all across the field at the same time. So it was just so simple, but it was, it wasn't real intense. Um, Even in those situations for little league or just a little homeschool league, it's really hard to find coaches. Is it hard to find people to step up and, and lead? I imagine they almost need to have a real special skill set to be able to do that. Yeah, you would think so, but it's crazy when we, when we, when people find out about the miracle league, we have double the amount of volunteers that we need. You have to imagine a dad having a child with a disability And never, um, the day that child is born, you know, they may think I'll never have the opportunity to coach my child in a baseball or a sport. Um, So you have these parents stepping in and doing, you know, a lot of the work, but you wouldn't believe we have individuals that step up, whether it be high school kids, college kids, you know, church groups, any individual that is now coming and volunteering, being a coach or a team mom or a um, you know, a picture for the game. So we've been incredibly blessed. And I think once somebody comes out one time and sees it in person, they're kind of hooked. And we have incredible success with our volunteers and coaches. And again, you know, just the cool stories about these families never imagining they'd have this opportunity to be able to do it for the first time. Hmm. I I love talking about community and the way that community members, we can support each other. And I, I see this beautiful opportunity of the heart connections family to family, because I'm sure it's not just the kids on the field that are making connections and following through in the lunchroom and all the places. It's those parents that are getting that support Absolutely. that is so necessary for the race of life that they have. Yes, absolutely. So these parents, some of them are on duty 24 hours a day. 
And for them to have the opportunity to come to a ball field, um, hand your child to a buddy, a trained buddy that they know can handle your child and keep them safe. And you get to go sit in the stands and have an hour, an hour and a half of respite, number one. But mm. number two, sitting in the stands with parents that are all going through the same things you're going through, the yeah. networking of these families and these parents has been incredible. Mm. You know, and I think that there are a lot of families across the country who would love to take part of, in this. But as with so many things, it's hard to get the word out, right? It's hard to hear about it, I'm sure. Um, so if, if somebody has not heard or know how to connect, what is the best way for them to find a Miracle League near them? So they can reach out to the miracleleague.com. You'll find me on there, Stephanie at miracleleague.com. The best way, whether you want to play, volunteer, or donate would be to email me directly. Tell me where you're located and we'll connect you with the most convenient Miracle League in your community. Um, mm -hmm. If there is not one, then we may, you know, talk to you about possibly helping us find a way to bring one to your community. There you go. If it isn't there for you, then you're going to help them build it, which is fantastic. Yes, absolutely. That's our job. Yes. Mm, yeah. So good. How far is the longest? Have you heard stories of somebody traveling like an hour or two hours to come to your locations? Yes, we have. So we typically, it's incredible. These families will drive up to over a 90 mile radius to participate. Um, we have kids driving over our state lines because it's the only activity that they have for these kids and these families. Mm. Yeah. Oh, what a beautiful ministry this is. So this is a really great place to kind of change gears and talk about this verse. Galatians 6, 2 says, bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. And you know what? That's what you guys are doing with the Miracle League as you support each other as families and just cheer those kiddos on. It is so wonderful to see that. And I, I'm also thinking of the connection that we've made initially through Samaritan's Ministry, which does the same thing. And so uh, if we kind of switch gears a little bit, uh, our family's been members of Samaritan's for about 11 years, maybe a little longer. But I'm thinking it was right around 11 years uh, that Samaritans walked with us through our last, I was going to say most recent, but he's 10 years old now, so it's not very recent. Um, but anyway, we, we had Samaritans Ministries for our youngest child. So for those that aren't familiar with Samaritan's Ministry, it is a biblically based healthcare sharing ministry that's been around for like 26 years. And more than a quarter of a million individual members are part, which is like over 80,000 households. And it, it is such a blessing to be part of this because we really do get to carry one another's burdens and support one another as we're walking through medical situations. So why don't you, Stephanie, tell me what your connection is with Samaritan and have they been able to walk with you through some of those things in your life? Yes, absolutely. Um, we've been members now probably going on six or seven years. So we were members a few years and being able to share our monthly contributions with folks across the country, kind of sharing in their struggles and their health issues and emergencies. So it was really cool to be able to see that side of it and to be able to um, encourage them and pray for them and the different things that come along with Samaritan Ministries, which is such a cool, different thing 
rather than traditional insurance. And two years ago, unfortunately, we were in the boat that we had to use Samaritans for a health concern for for my son, Bodie. When Bodie was 13 years old, he had a horrible dirt bike accident. And when he did wreck his dirt bike, he we had to air flight him to Children's, which was about a 90 mile drive for me and my husband. So what happened was he was air flighted to Children's. We drove the 90 miles not knowing if he was going to make it. Um, we get wow. to the hospital. Um, they're doing everything they can do. You know, we, they get out and miraculously, he came out of this with a broken collarbone and some nerve damage through his back and leg, which um, mm. did take a lot of therapy over time. But um, the scariest part was he did have a head injury. And yeah. that's what they were very concerned with was his neck and head when they did airlift him. But so we went through a lot of therapy. We were in the trauma unit for five days and miraculously he's fully healed today. I mean, he's mm. turn, almost turning 16 years old. What happened though, with, you can imagine the bill started piling up from the ambulance yeah. that first came to the air flight to the five days in the, the ICU and the trauma center, and then six months of therapy that he had to go through. And not just one doctor, but for the head, the shoulder and, you know, the back and the leg. So mm -hmm. what happened is these bills started coming in. And from day one, we were receiving prayers from Samaritans. We were receiving um, the funds started coming in to help with those bills. The coolest part of it all, you know, which I think got us through it was the encouraging notes we got from members, mm -hmm. how they were praying for us and praying for his recovery. Um, we even had people reach out that said they had been through similar incidents and they gave us suggestions and, you know, just stuff that you just broke down in tears because you knew you weren't alone, that there was people out there that were praying for you and kind of going through this situation with you. And I, I really don't know how we would have got through it without the faith side of that ministry. So we did get to experience both sides of it. So now, even more than ever, when we send that check every month and we see what the need is and we mail that check, I really know what they're going through and, you know, the help that we're giving them, not just financially, but spiritually and, you know, mentally. So it's been an incredible journey for us and we're just really blessed to be a part of it. Yeah. I love that faith side of it because we had traditional insurance for lots and lots of years until it was of course mm -hmm. out outpriced what we could kind of keep up with. Right. And exactly. so, yeah, so we went over to Samaritans and we were like, why did we not do this like 10 years sooner? <laughs> it just right. seemed like, why did it take us so long? But I think we, it's a little scary to jump into it because it is different than something traditional. And so it's new and, and you're just not sure, but, but boy, ever since we switched, we have been so thankful that we have we're self-employed. So it's just, you know, how else are you going to do when you're, when you're paying both sides, uh, as a self-employed person right. compared to your employer paying for right. your insurance. Right. So yeah, it has been a total blessing for us. And it's fun when they send out the membership newsletter every month and it has prayer points for each person. And I have it posted in my bathroom and, you know, I look on it, the calendar, like, what are we praying for today? And it's just, right. it's really fun to be able to rejoice 
with those who are rejoicing over like a new baby or mm-hmm. to pray and mourn with those who've lost someone too. It's so unique. And uh, right. what what an amazing opportunity to be part of that. Yes. And not just that, but to live out that with your kids has been really incredible for them to see, you know, us putting our money towards other people, um, you know, that it's not all about us. It's serving others, which is kind of our commandment. So that's been the really cool part of seeing my kids from young age get to experience this and now be teenagers and hopefully take that into their world um, and do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. So if you guys are interested in learning more about Samaritan's Ministries, I'm going to put this in the show notes, but it's SamaritanMinistries.org. And I think you will be so encouraged. You know, the other thing that's really fun about Samaritan being part of this prayer community is that they even have a Facebook group. And I don't know if you're Mm -hmm. on it or not, Stephanie, but it it is really kind of, are you? And it's kind Mm -hmm. of cool when like in real time, somebody will post something and they'll say, hey, this this is what I've got going on. Would you please step stand with me and support our family mm-hmm. in prayer? And people are like in the middle of the night because it's all across the U.S. So in all the time zones, people are jumping on to pray for your need. And, and it is just so encouraging to know that the body of Christ will lock arms like that and just in a moment's notice pray with you. And so it, it is, I just love I just love it. I got to say. And so if you want to hear more about Samaritan Ministries, go to SamaritanMinistries.org and you'll find all the information you need to know. And they're also on Facebook and Twitter. So I'm sure you can find them. So now, Stephanie, are you on all the socials with your Miracle League as well? Yes, we are. Um, our main page would be Facebook. Um, so you can find us on Facebook obviously go to miracleague.com. You can see us from there, um, link to that. What's really cool is you can find hundreds and hundreds of Miracle Leagues on Facebook. So if you're looking for a specific league, you can obviously email me directly, but you can also find them. Everybody, each location has their own socials as well. So probably some hashtags to look for too. I bet it would be fun to go search that out because you're probably going to see little videos of events and, and all those great big smiles, right? Yes. And if you want to see videos, YouTube, Miracle League, and you'll have more than enough um, inspiration for the day. It's awesome. Well, definitely this episode, you guys are going to want to go into the show notes, click on some of these little hyperlinks, and it will take you right there. And uh, you'll probably spend way too much time on your phone, but that's okay. Do it when everybody's napping. And um And if you want to chat a little bit more about our conversation today, hop over to Tending Fields Moms Group on Facebook, because on Tuesdays, we are chatting about the conversation, the podcast from the weekend before. So I would love to see you over there and just hear how this episode has encouraged your heart. Maybe you've been inspired to look for a league or start a league in your area. I want to hear about that. So come join me over there. Stephanie, it's been so good to have you here and I appreciate your time. Would you mind just closing us out in a word of prayer? Sure. And thank you for your time. We appreciate you helping spread the word. Let us pray. God, we just thank you so much for families across this country and the world. Lord, we just know that the families are the foundation and Lord, that families need help. So, Lord, we just ask that you would bless them, that you would lift them up, 
most importantly, that they would know that you are God and that you are Savior. And Lord, right now, we specifically pray for each and every family that has an individual with special needs or a disability. Lord, we know their burden is tough, and we just are here to surround them through the Miracle League, through these local communities, um, to bear their burdens. Um, Lord, and we pray for every family who's involved with Samaritan Ministries. Lord, again, each one of these families has some type of burden or they're rejoicing. And Lord, we just ask that you lift them up, that they would share their love of Christ with those around them. And Lord, ultimately, you will be glorified for all the work that we do through Samaritan Ministries and the Miracle League. And we thank you for giving us the strength and the ability to do that. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. It's good to have you here, ladies. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. I hope that you've been encouraged or challenged in your faith today and that something we discussed prompts you to grow deeper in your walk with the Lord. If it has, make sure you tell a friend so they can grow along with you. And if you or a friend would like to be a guest and share about God's faithfulness in your life, please email me at podcast at Because when we tell of God's faithfulness, we never run out of stories. Whatever is true Whatever is known